You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. How are you guys doing tonight? It's good. It's midweek. Still can't get over it. That just sounds so weird for him to say, Sister Sharice. But before we start, I just want to pray before I get into it because uh, I need to. So, Lord, we just thank you tonight, God. I thank you, Lord, for opening the doors and opportunity, God, to let me speak, God. Lord, I pray that, Lord, it's nothing I say, God, nothing I do, God, but everything you are, God. Lord, it's your words, God. It's your truth, God, that come forth tonight, God. I pray that you open every heart, God, every mind and every ear. I pray, Lord, that you just come forth tonight and we come, God, with a receptive spirit, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So here we go. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and read the definition of being still. Um, To be still is to become motionless, silent, or quiet. Learning how to be still, to really be still, and let life happen, that stillness becomes a radiance. Morgan Freeman said that. And when I read that, I thought, man, God, I want to be radiant in you and being still. I want to I be radiant in that stillness. Um, in the quiet place, we are left with nothing more than the option to hear, to listen, to pay attention, to examine, to confront, to understand, and, of course, to be still. There are things the Lord is allowing to surface in the church and within our lives. Not to be overwhelmed by, but to be still in. And that can be very complicated, especially when you think it's impossible. How am I going to deal with, with what I'm, what's going on in my life, God? How, how do I be still in this? How do I listen in this, God? How do I understand in this? Um, I'm going to read in John 14:25, and I'm reading out of the message translation. It says, I'm telling you these things while I'm still living with you. The friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. He will remind you of all the things I have told you. I am leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. Peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned, bereft, so don't be upset. Don't be distraught. What a promise, and alongside all of the other promises that God gives us, that he leaves us and sends us the Holy Spirit in that time of stillness. We're not alone. We have God and the Holy Spirit. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit because I think in the stillness, at least in the seasons of my life, that if I didn't have God and the Holy Spirit, I think I would go crazy. I think I would lose myself in in my thoughts, in my emotions. And we all tend to do that. We get so wrapped in that that that's all you hear is your emotions. Not your truth, your emotions where you're at. When the church learns and can apply being still in him, this can happen in the church today just like it did then. Just because it happened back then, sometimes I feel like as the church, as the body of Christ, we disqualify ourselves because of 
where we're at. That being still in that, we feel like, well, they did it, God. In the church in the t and back then, God, they, you did it there for them because they qualified. God doesn't disqualify us. We do. When that takes place, we come into a unity in the stillness. It's in those still seasons that it seems everything that could possibly be exposed, revealed, so to speak, within our lives comes out. And it does. You ask God for faith, he gives you something to have faith for. You ask God for patience, he definitely gives you a test to, ha to have patience in. And with our banner for the year, when Pastor revealed that to us, I was like, man, God, to be still. And it doesn't just mean to not move. Being still is being quiet. Being still is paying attention and looking at what God's trying to show you without hesitation. And that's not easy, especially when you feel like, okay, this is, you know, we're transitioning, God. You open the doors for this banner that you're bringing into the, the church, God. And then it was like all hell broke loose. It's like everything and anything that you could think possible came to the surface. And God's saying, be still. And you got to look at that and say, okay, God, you're, you're saying this. But I can't. I have to move. I gotta, and God has, to, God has been reminding me, and I've been seeing it in the church, where God's saying, I'm not asking you to move. I'm going to move. So be still. It's in the stillness that it seems everything comes at once. And I know it felt that way when God gave us this banner of being still. It became harder and harder to apply that word and that definition because it felt like, that just doesn't make sense, God. You gave this word to us, this scripture. You gave pastor this vision of being still. Why? And, and I, don't, I don't see where this is going to go, God. At least I know for me, and that's my dad, that I was like, why would you give him that, God, to be still right now when this is going on, this is going on. God, I, I got to have this, you know, in place. But if I don't, and God had to tell me, just be still. So if you're taking notes before I forget all that, too, um, the title of my message is Growth in the Stillness. Okay. But in those moments comes opportunities and places of growth, real growth. Not this halfway growth where one minute you want to grow for this season and amount of time, and then you stop. It's a consistent growth. It's a growth that you pursue for life. God is e eternal. God is not a halfway God. God is not... Well, sometimes he wants us. No, God is a persistent God. God isn't always God. It's a growth that pulls on our faith. Being still seems to be the least of our priorities when everything around us is going into chaos. It's, the stillness, it's in the stillness that we have the opportunity to, de to develop our prayer language, our prayer relationship with God. In 1 Corinthians 14.4, again, this is in the message translation, it says, the one who prays using a private prayer language certainly gets a lot of it out, gets a lot out of it. But proclaiming God's truth to the church in its common language brings the whole church in growth and strength. I want all of you to develop intimacies with God in prayer, but please don't stop with that. Go on and proclaim his truth to others. It's more important that everyone have access to the knowledge and the love of God in language everyone understands than that you go off and cultivate God's presence in a mysterious prayer language. Unless, of course, there is someone who can interpret what you are saying for the benefit of all. It's in those deep prayer moments that you truly give God your ear. At least I hope that's what we aim for, is to give God our ear and our heart and our whole attention. And to hear what he has to say 
to you in that quiet place, I think is, one, is some of the best moments I have with God when I have nothing going on around me. Um, I have my kids, but, you know, they're, I'm, I've learned that they can't become a distraction. I just need to pull them in. They're going to join me. God, I'm going to teach them. God, I want them to know what the quiet place is, God. Our, our kids' church has that in the middle class, and sometimes they don't know what to do in there. And, and the times that I've taught in there, I'm like, it's good to just be quiet. We have to be quiet and let, just, let Jesus talk. And, you know, it amazes me with their imagination because they're like, I think he's talking, teacher. And I'm like, yeah, he is. He's talking. I go, but we have to be quiet. And being able to establish that in my life and in my home has been not easy, but one of the greatest investments I've been able to make in my kids. And being able to say that, you know what, God, they're going to grow in their stillness because our kids face that. Us as a church, we all have different seasons of having to be still and trusting God for something. As we grow in our prayers, we transition into a reassurance of our truth. Being reassured in the stillness that God still moves should only motivate us and encourage us to push beyond ourselves. He comes through when we show up, and even when we don't, God still comes through. And I'm so grateful for that. In Galatians 6, 9, it says, So let's not allow ourselves to get fatigued doing good. At the right time, we will harvest a good crop if we do not give up and if we do not quit. Right now, therefore, every time we get the chance, let us work for the benefit of all, starting with the people closest to us in the community of faith. Where we can't or don't know how to or what to do, God takes over and he finishes and he pursues. In Psalms 31, 24, um, and this is actually the last scripture I'm ending with, it says, be brave, be strong, don't give up, expect God to be here soon. And I love how simple the Message Bible put that. To be brave, be strong, don't give up, and expect God to be here soon. And I love that God was so direct in that because I'm like, God, in the stillness, and we lose, you know, when we lose our focus and concentration, all that, we don't know how to be brave. We don't know how to be strong, and it's easier to give up, and we don't know how to expect God to be there. But He does over and over and over again. Um, I'm going to end with this quote. Um, where is it? Here we go. Being still is an act of courage. When we are still, we are powerful, full of the breath, the very breath of God, because we breathe him in. Even in the waiting, your life has not been wasted. And I pray that that stick with you. I mean, I hope all of it sticks with you. But if, it, if there's anything that I really hope that stands out is that scripture in Psalms 31, 24, is the be brave, be strong, don't give up, and expect God to get here soon. Knowing that he's coming with more healing, uh, more overcoming, more breakthrough, most, more prosperity, more just everything that you feel. In man's eyes, it can never happen. But through God's eyes, I know that it can happen. I've seen it happen time and time again in this church, in different people's lives, in my parents' lives, that I can't ever say that God can't move in the stillness, that God won't do in the stillness, because I've seen it too many times to doubt it, too many times to say, there's no, there's no way, God. Yes, you are, God. You're going to come through. I, you know, I'm hearing pastor and different people talk about our conference and how exciting it's going to be. And God's going to move 
I don't even know how to explain what God's already been putting on my heart for our conference and what God's doing and the vision that God's giving me in that and the stillness of that, that I'm like, God, we get to be still in your house. We get to be still and in one mind and one accord together. And that should bless you and amaze you that, you know, we're not doing this alone, that we're even having other churches and pastors come in to join and partake in that and to invest in us because they see an investment just like God does. They want to partake with Pastor Art and our, our body here in Vegas that, you know what, there's something happening here and we want to pour out. And, and to be able to be still in an atmosphere like that is, it's amazing. It doesn't have to be some huge conference. This is huge for us because we're getting it to have it at a hotel this time. And that is like, wow, God, like, I'm used to that going out to other places in California, but to have one here has been like, wow, we get to do that, God. We get to have that and be still in that, this, this conference. Um, I, I don't have anything else, so I am going to close up and I am going to ask the worship team. I don't know if there's any team because I need you guys up here, but I am going to close and um, open it up with some altar calls that I have. And Brother Fino, if we can... Turn off the light, but I need these on. Oh, my highlights glow in the dark. <laughs> but, um, of course, the first altar call, if you guys can just all stand, we're going to go ahead and close up and um, have the worship team come up here. But the first altar call, of course, I want to always open the opportunity for anyone that is here that doesn't have Jesus in their hearts and is not saved and would like to have Jesus as their Savior. Um, if you want that prayer and you want to accept God in your life, just raise your hand and we'll pray for you. We'll have someone pray for you. Um, but I just want to open that up and leave that opportunity for anyone that may want to come. Okay, so I believe everyone here has God in their life and is their Savior. So we can go on to the next altar call that I have. Um, the next altar call that I have is just for anyone and anyone here that you know, if you find yourself having a hard time growing in the stillness, because again, it's not easy. But like I was saying, we are part of something so much bigger than ourselves. We have, there's more than three people in this building tonight. So to have that and the Holy Spirit and God with us, I believe that, you know, we can grow and we can encourage one another. But if you are having a hard time growing in the stillness, whatever that may be for you, whatever that looks like to you, I just want to pray with you. And, and encourage you that, you know what, God's going to...